I will remember the most detailed things about you, but never your name. Uh, Penny the Prince. Henceforth was Mama Fury. Diaz Mackey. Mugsy Million. Miss Don Kathleen, get out of that kitchen. Booyah. DJ D Nasty. Why? You, why not just go by a name, by a normal name? This is the Tour Denver Podcast. This episode of Tour Denver is brought to you by Pete Beland, Carbon Beverage Cafe, Colorado Creative Industries, and Outspoke. For more information about Tour Denver or our sponsors, please visit RacontourDenver.com. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm Amber Blaze, and... <laughs> This is my event. (laughs) Um, It's called Rack and Tour Denver, and it's a bi monthly storytelling event. It takes place uh, at different locations around Denver. So, obviously, today we're at Spangling, and so I just want to give a round of applause to Spangling and Austin for hosting us. (laughs) So, our first storyteller tonight is Gwen. And uh, Gwen is a bartender at City of City, um, and she's really lovely. Um, she's been a friend for a number of years and always has just the most fascinating stories to tell. So I thought I would ask her to join us for this evening. So can we have a round of applause for Gwen? Hey, y'all. So I, I am a bartender, and... Studio City is a really casual spot, like neighborhoody. I see a lot of the same faces all the time. And I have this theory about people who sit at the bar as opposed to a table when having a meal. Uh, I, I think that's because I'm one of those people. I always sit at the bar. If I ever sit at a table, it's because I'm in a new place. I'm with friends that want like the whole dining experience. I'm not that person. I go straight to the bar. I I go to like three places in this city and I always get the same thing. And I usually know the bartender and they know me and it's a very comfortable, enjoyable, easy interaction. Uh, I think the same is true for many of my patrons because I'm familiar with about 70% of them on any given day. And by familiar, I actually mean intimate because It may not seem like your bartenders can hear you. We're doing that on purpose. We can always hear you. Like, I know shit about my customers that they would cringe to know, and I actually see a few of you in here. I know. (laughs) I know stuff about them, you know, overhearing conversations. Like, I hear your arguments. I hear your sexual escapade stories. Like, I get that. That's just part of being a bartender. I also know things about people that I'm not even sure that you're aware of, like your weird little quirks. Obviously, I'll remember, you know, things, if you order the same thing every day, I'm going to remember that. Like, sure, that's fine. Um, The weirder stuff, like I've got a guy who only drinks from a metal straw, like right on, you're saving the climate, you're, you know, reducing plastic waste. That's cool. Um... So I serve him his drink without a straw so that he doesn't have to like waste the plastic straw by taking it out and putting it on the bar to put his metal straw in there to save the plastic. Like I'm not going to reuse that straw, man. 
that's not going to happen. So like, I remember that. I just serve you the drink without the straw. That's cool. I've offered to wash his straw for him because he just carries one with him wherever. Like, he never lets me wash it. He just throws it back in his book bag and like continues it. Like, that's his thing. Like, that's his thing. I have a gal um, who loves, we, we have a lot of sauces, like lots of saucy dishes, whatever. She likes all of her sauces on the side. And I get that, like for salad, sometimes I'll do that. I want to control the amount of sauce. Cool. She does hers to the extent she gets a barbecue bowl, which is barbecue tofu, mac and cheese, mustard glazed greens, like all in this gorgeous like food pile. But she does hers, tofu, barbecue sauce, mac and cheese. Like her mustard glazed greens is the, like they're just greens with the mustard glaze over here and like the, she's cutting and she's like dipping in these tiny ramekins. Like it takes her a long time to eat, but that's how the girl wants it. Like that's cool. I will remember that. I'll respect that. Like you do you. That's fine. Um, there's one man that comes in every Tuesday and he rides a bike, and so it always takes him a minute to like deconstruct like the helmet and the gloves and the things and whatever. So it takes him a second. And so I just go ahead and like punch in his order, get it going, bring him his gluten-free beer with a side of hot sauce and just like set them in front of him before even saying hi. And we just have this like beautiful relationship. Like I get him, he gets me, we're in it. And we talk about really deep stuff. Like his wife died two years ago. He has this really tenuous relationship with his daughter. Like we talk about therapy. I share very intimate things about my life. Like we're on a really intimate level and the thing that is hard about my job that I never anticipating that being a hard thing is remembering people's names I cannot fucking do it like bike dude I know so much about him I have no idea who he is like I'm not sure if he really knows who I am either but you hear our names I mean like coworkers, whatever it's easier for you to remember my name than it is for me to remember all the names. Like, I, I know that it's a challenge. I know I'm not alone. I'm, I hope that some of you know what I'm talking about. Um, my coworkers, you know, we do this thing. Like, we don't, we don't, you know, you're like, oh, dude, like, bar five, who is that? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, she eats, say, ten wings, like, half and half sauce. I don't you know. Like, I will remember the most detailed things about you, but never your name. We could be introduced 20 times, and I'll be like, hey, girl. Like, you ready for another Moscow Mule with gin? I remember that part. Like, got it. Moscow Mule gin. Um, so I have this thing, and it's, yeah, it's a block. And so the way I get around it is by nicknaming people. So, like, I've got my metal straw guy. There's, like, sauce on the side, girl. There's fucking vegan cheese pizza dude who forgets that he's vegan and I have to remind him, like, pizza doesn't come like that. And he'll just come in, like, late night, like, yeah, can I? And he always gets the same thing. So I'm like, cool, man. You want that cashew ricotta, right? Because we have remade his pizza so many fucking times. The kitchen's like, oh, vegan cheese pizza guy's here? And I'm like, right, that's his name. Like, you don't have a name. You're vegan cheese pizza guy. So nicknaming is my way of remembering people and also like helping me to categorize those little weirdy nuances that like show that I do care about you. I swear I care about you. I just don't know who the fuck you are. Um, I have wondered so many times like why, like how can I have this capacity to remember 
weird stuff like that, but not the, like your name, like the one thing that you were given at birth to distinguish you from other people. Like that's a pretty important piece. Why can I remember that you hate Satan wings, but not your name? So I even looked it up. Like there's a piece, there's a part in your brain. It's inside the limbic system called the hippocampus. That's responsible for transferring short-term memory to long-term memory. I read that one time and remembered it, but I'm never going to remember your fucking name. I, <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> have a sister named Juliana, and we do this thing. Like She battles with this, too. I know, I know I'm not alone. We do this at a party. Like If someone's approaching me and I know that I should know who they are, and Juliana's next to me, I do this very gentle cupping thing to her elbow, just this little like. And that signifies to her, I need you to introduce yourself to that person so that I don't have to be like, this is my sister Juliana. Juliana. She just goes like, hey, I'm Juliana. And they're like, hi, I know Gwen from Studio City. I'm like, of course you fucking do, dude. Like, I know what you drink, Genesee. Hey, Genesee, dude, hi. So that's our like signal. But thinking about Juliana and realizing like, Everything comes from childhood, obviously. So many things. Uh, I was thinking about growing up in this huge family. We have a billion brothers and sisters. And like with a huge family like that, of course, names are going to get jumbled. You know, your mom's like rattling through the like six names before yours, before she gets to yours. It's fine. Like my name is Gwendolyn. Growing up, my nickname was Juliana. Like, I'll still answer to that. If you say that name in here, I will turn around. It's just, like, in ingrain. Um, with so many kids, too, our culture definitely, it was much more group-focused. Like, there's no I here. Like, whatever's best for the group is what's best for you. That's what's happening right now. Like, whatever everybody else wants to do, there's no, like, needs that you get to have. Like, that's not a thing. So uh, one of the only times that we did get like everything we want, nothing we don't, was on our birthdays. And birthdays are still really, really important to me. Because <clears throat> it's the one day, like, you get to have your favorite treat. I didn't like cake as a kid. I still don't like cake. Cake sucks. So my mom would make me root beer floats. And that's still, like, one of my favorite things. And I love it. And I still get them on my birthday. It's, like, so nice. Um, one of my sisters just happened to overhear me talking at this dinner we had about this, like, old threadbare robe that I have that I really love, but it's like ripped to shreds. It like literally has a giant rip like all down the back of it. Like you shouldn't even, I don't need to wear a robe. It's like my, I'm just naked. Like why, why? She overheard me talking about that and like four months later showed up at my birthday party with this gorgeous new fluffy robe. Like that's, that's how my family shows up for each other. We remember things, like we remember the little tiny details that make us different from each other. And that's like, that's our love language. That's how we show up. And so it made me realize this whole thing about names and how guilty I feel for forgetting your name. But like, I swear I know so much about you and I love you. And I, yeah, I'm here. Like you're, I witness you, like you're valuable. I get it. The reason I forget your name is because I love you. And I need all the memory space in my head possible to remember all that weird shit you do. Because really, you're important to me. This is for you. <laughs> I'm going to forget all of your names, but it'll be great to meet you later. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tour Denver. 
If you enjoyed this story and live in Denver, join us at the lobby on May 9th for our next Tour event with the topic of spectacular failures. Here's a reminder to head to RackandTourDenver.com where you can find upcoming events, speaker bios, podcasts, and more. Our music for this episode was created by Adam Bomeister. Find out more about Adam at meeprecords.com. <laughs>